Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120Hz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Hey everybody, welcome back to Core. Core is about video games. I'm Scott Johnson, Bo Schwartz and John Jagger are all here to talk about those video games and the world of them during uh, this week of Wednesday, April 22nd, 2020. Welcome back, everybody. We hope you're having fun. I have an admission to make. We're going to start the show right off immediately with an admission of guilt. John, are you ready for me to admit to you a guilty thing that it's your fault that I have to admit to it? Yep. All right. I'm 100% ready to hear this. The notes had me very excited. This is my favorite sort of thing to hear. Then here it comes. John was right about Diablo likes. I have been telling myself for years that he was wrong, and I think he's right. And here's what I mean. So in the past, various different times, you have said as much, maybe not as many or less words. Uh, every time I see another game that wants to be like Diablo, I want to give it a chance. Uh, but then I try it and I realize it's just not as good and I may as well just be playing Diablo. You've said that a lot over the years, right? Is that a fair Right. Various forms of that, yes. Okay. And what happens is once in a while I'll see something come across the radar and go, ooh, this looks like uh, Diablo and a cool new take and also Diablo 4 is so far away. We should play this in the meantime and let's get excited. And I'll even bring it to the show and try to get you guys all jazzed on a Diablo clone that I'm into. And... John will say, I don't know, I just, I, I tried it, but I went back to, you know, I just, I just may as well just play Diablo. And every time you say that, I go, ah, he doesn't know. He doesn't know that there's other good things you can do with a video game that's like Diablo. I think I have to admit finally that maybe he's right. And there are a couple of exceptions that I quite enjoy in their own right. I think that Grim Dawn is a cool game. Uh, but if somebody held a gun to my head and said you can only take one game to a desert island, is it Diablo 3 or Grim Dawn? I'm taking Diablo 3 with me because it's not as good as that, okay? It's like I can admit that. Um, 
I played that Wolken, Wolson, whatever it is game. And it has potential, but the devs have been real quiet and weird since it launched. And don't know what that means, but seems like it's not probably going to end up going anywhere. And last week, a whole bunch of people said, Scott, you got to try Last Epoch. Oh, yeah, this is the one. This is like if if Diablo 2 and uh, uh, Path of Exile had a baby, it would poop out of the vagina and look like this game. I don't know why I had to put vagina in there or poop, really. But uh, anyway, that's what I was told. And so I tried it. I played it a whole bunch. And you know what? They're right. It's a, it's good. It's a good game. But I'm kidding myself if I think that, oh, fi- the thing has come that will take me away from all this. No, it's just, it's not. And they aren't. And so I think I should just make it official. John's right, at least for me. I'm not saying this. You can all apply your, you know, mileage may vary. But for me, I think John's right about Diablo likes. And to some degree, Bo has mentioned some of this stuff before as well. They're just not as good. They're just not as good. And so it's okay. I'll have to wait for yeah. four like the rest of us. And maybe once in a while, there'll be a thing and it'll distract me for a while. But I need to quit looking for the next Jesus when Jesus is coming all along. He'll be there. <laughs> the forthcoming, right? He'll just show up and go, I'm Jesus. And we'll play that. That's the game we'll play. What you said is so funny in the context of how the last movie I watched was the Jesus Rolls. And, <laughs> oh, how is uh, that thing? How is that movie? Because I'm a, terrified. A plus, really good. Really? I glued to the screen the whole time, uh, but it's very, it's very sexual. But there's no Coen brothers, so it nervouses me. I mean, it makes uh, me nervous. <laughs> um, I, I understood. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, I don't think you're not going to watch this and say, oh, man, spiritual successor to the cone like they're not trying to emulate cone brothers like the fargo tv show does yeah but it's still in that world and it's still zany and whimsical and you and liked it i liked it. it it's its own thing and i think it's better for it honestly because okay it's not like it's like oh it's lebowski <clears throat> but it's john taturo instead of jeff bridges you know what i mean it's right. its own it's its own thing perverted story right and and you know he's a sex offender and they get into that and it's <laughs> It's, okay. it's good. It's really good. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do it then finally. Okay. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. But, uh, but, but, sorry, you were making a point. I didn't mean to derail you and ask you how the movie was, but you were. You no, were no, no. I derailed you because you just mentioned Jesus coming a whole bunch. And Jesus coming made me think of John Turturro mm-hmm. having, watching him make love <laughs> to his friend. Wow. And uh-huh. maybe another friend. And a, and a bowling ball in there somehow yeah you have to watch the movie all right i'll go see it does he do that thing where he <laughs> cleans the ball and does that thing where he s- spreads his legs and... uh, you know i don't remember the ball cleaning part but there's definitely ball licking all right. <laughs> <laughs> bowling wow. ball licking i mean wow uh, there's definitely bowling ball licking sure i think i uh, you get that mashup man wink, wink. <laughs> yeah I think he's listening so he'll, he'll get it um, all right, so uh, to my you point, you were talking about yeah. To my point, I Diablo. They're all knockoffs at some point or another, and it's okay. There's some good knockoffs. Like really, genuinely, I want to say this out loud. Last Epoch is cool. They got some really great ideas, and the team's very active with the community, and that community seems to really like it. And people who are disaffected with Diablo or disaffected with uh, or disenfranchised, I guess, with Path of Exile, and there are a few of them in there. I read in their comments and their discussion boards. They're all on board, and I think that's awesome. But I'm not, I can no longer be on this crusade of trying to find the next Diablo. 
I just need to I need to wait for the actual next Diablo, the one with Diablo in the name. Because that's it's how it's always to, been. It's been that way since the you beginning. Know what it is? You're like a, a serial dater trying to find the perfect person. Yeah. It's like not, you're, you're the Seinfeld of Diablo games. Yeah. And I, I mean, yeah, it is it is true. And I think, you know, I'm immediately going to go like, oh, dating, I don't understand and go to food, uh, which is its own problem. But, <laughs> you know, right now we, we've got a lot of things, a lot of places closed. It's hard to just go to a restaurant and have a nice time. There's a sushi restaurant that I absolutely love yeah. and have been craving since all this happened. But uh, it's too far away to just do takeout. Like, it's the kind of place that you go to as an event. You sit down, you have a nice dinner. And I could order sushi from plenty of other places. But what I'm craving is that place. And anything else I get will provide food. And it will be the type of food that I like. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to be, it's not going to scratch the itch I'm actually looking for. Mm. Which is this restaurant and i think that's an element of it too because i will say uh because they they come out in droves path of exile sounds like a fine game um and i'm gonna say you know what i'm gonna even remove that from my list of not as good as diablos because i've never talked to a path of exile fan once without them putting diablo down they just can't do it like that audience exists to go your game is bad and my game is good yeah and that's fine go out there and enjoy your game I haven't played it because I feel like it's a game that you only can play if you hate Diablo at the same time, Um, which I guess puts me on the other side, right? Like, I guess I'm the person that hates Path of Exile because I like Diablo. Sure. I don't know. Half a dozen. I don't know how that balances out, but I I guess there's a rift. It's like the old console wars. You can't like Sega and Nintendo both, man. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Not at the same time. No way. Can't happen. Coke and Pepsi at the same time. No. Not possible. I'm going to say Path of Exile, not a part of my conversation. But Mm. that's how I have generally felt about pretty much all these games that I've played, is it doesn't quite scratch the itch I'm actually looking to scratch. But they're fun. That doesn't make them bad games. It just means they're not doing what I need them to do. All right. Well, then we've all, then we've come to a, a, we've come to a, a, what's the, not agreement. uh, A full pentagram. Yes, we made a full pentagram on the ground that says, hey, Diablo, you're the best, is what we've said. And there are going to be people who email and go, you guys are crazy. And I know, I know. And that's why I've made it very clear. This is very subjective, okay? I get it. Uh, if your devotion is to something else, uh, I get it. Like, uh, it's the whole Final Fantasy thing we talked about last week, and we'll discuss again today. Because it turns out one more of the three of us is now playing Final Fantasy Remake. And turns out they really like it, and they weren't sure they were gonna. Um, you know, you, you can. There are games that can turn you. There are games that can turn you into a fan. Um, there are things that can turn things around. But no Diablo clone has quite done it for me. Nobody's quite gotten to it. Things around the Diablo one era that were trying to replicate that didn't quite do it. People that tried to replicate two at the time two was out didn't quite do it. And the same has been true for three. So. I'm just going to, I'm fine with it now. We're in accordance. We're in agreement. We're in, um, we have an accord uh, that you keep gas in and I'll wash once a week. All right. Uh, That's all that was. Hey, John, you think spoilers make games better. Sometimes. And and this has to do with Final Fantasy uh, VII Remake. So explain yourself. 
All right, I'm going to, at a point here, I'm going to spoil some Final Fantasy VII Remake business, and I will give you ample warning to pause it, mute, do whatever you got to do before I do it. But this whole story is about how me learning a spoiler made me more interested in that game, made me play it, and is making me adore what they are doing in that game. Because, hey, here's the spoiler. Uh, If you're watching a video version, I'll raise my hand when I'm done with it. If you listen to an audio version, I don't know what to tell you. Good luck. (laughs) Uh, so, Final Fantasy Remake isn't a remake. Mm. It's a sequel. Oh, interesting. And when I found that out, I was like, what? Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy talk. Is it one? I didn't think it was one. How do we... It sort of is one. Okay, sort of is one. All right, explain. So, the way I found this out is... I, there was some stuff. I've played a little bit of the original Final Fantasy VII, and I went, hmm, I don't remember a lot of this stuff. There's a whole thing. You meet Aerith at the beginning. You kind of bump into her, and all of a sudden there's a bunch of ghosts flying around her, and I was like, what the hell is with these ghosts? I don't remember any damn ghosts in this game. And I was just like, am I crazy? Did these exist? And I just completely forgot, and I had watched both stream, and there was a whole house full of ghosts, and I and I kept just seeing them pop up, and I was like, "This doesn't make any sense. I don't remember this being a thing, and it seems to be a pretty important thing in this game." And so finally, I was like, "Okay, I gotta find out. I gotta find out what the deal is with these damn ghosts." And it turns out, uh, oh, not to mention, Cloud keeps having like visions, and he keeps having visions of things that haven't happened in the game yet, which you know you could kind of write off as. He's having premonitions or something like sure, that. Sure, sure. But it turns out that what these ghosts or the common theory behind these ghosts are is that they are interfering with the game anywhere where the game starts to diverge from the story that the original told. Okay. So, in other words, there's a part where Aerith falls off a beam and is going to fall and potentially die, and the ghosts catch her because Aerith doesn't die in that moment. Right. Is it Aerith or Ares or what is it? His name changed in Japan or something. Aerith. But it was Ares in the U.S. version originally. Okay. That's what it was. I knew there was something. So so it's it's little things like that. And uh, so that's what it is, is these these spirits are trying to keep the game following the timeline of the original Final Fantasy VII. And kind of the big culmination and set of reveals is that this is kind of an alternate reality that's taking place after the events of Final Fantasy VII have happened, going through it again, and these spirits are trying to ensure that the game basically happens the exact same way that it always did, and you're fighting against that. So is, that sounds more like a retelling, no? You wouldn't classify this as a retelling of that game? You would... Well, that's kind of why I'm saying it might end up being a bit of a sequel, because if they have the knowledge of events that are going to happen, yeah. they can theoretically change them. Okay. Have you got to the end yet? No, I have not beaten it yet. Hmm. And um, so... I, I like your theory, but maybe get to the end. Okay. We'll, we'll see. I watched a thing about the ending. Okay. Um, but... Anyway, it has made me way more interested in this game. The idea that this could be a kind of alternate 
telling because the the theory that I saw at the end, because I fell deep down this rabbit hole, was that the two characters, uh, Sephiroth and Aerith, know that they're in an alternate reality and they know that this has happened before. Um, and it's fascinating to me. Like, all of a sudden I care about this game in a way that I didn't think I was going to. And not only that, as we'll find out when I get to the what I've been playing, not only am I playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, I've gone back and started playing Final Fantasy VII the original. Whoa, how, where? On what? The PC one? Is that it? The yeah, one? The, the Steam version. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, if we went back and listened to audio from last week, like uh, Radio Detectives, we would hear a very skeptical John Jagger talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake. You were like, mm-hmm. like not really down to clown. And now you sound very down to clown. Like the clown is, you are the clown. And you're ready and you're yes. down. I am definitely the clown because yeah. I am all in on this. It has made me care about the game in a way that I didn't think I was going to. And I mean, that's what spoilers are to me. I know it's not for everybody. There's some people who are like, I hate spoilers. I want to avoid them at all costs. But this game's a long freaking game. Yeah. I would not. You, it's not like the sixth sense. You don't find out the surprise and go, oh, it's a two hour investment to reframe to watch this movie again and reframe it with the new information that I have. This is a big 40 hour game that you have to play through a second time. If you want to reframe the events that you saw, I wasn't really feeling like that was going to be achievable. So I'm actually glad that I, that I saw this mm-hmm. and it, it totally made me more excited for the game. Now I'm, I'm with Bo. The only exception I have put the game on easy because I think the battle system sucks. Oh, you don't like the battle system. That's interesting because that's been the high point for a lot of people. That surprises me. I don't know why. Let's um, play classic. I tried classic. I thought that was even worse. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know. I, I, okay, that's good it's, to know. It's really like classic is, is super boring. And so... Uh, this is a different story altogether, but Kotaku was trending on Twitter the uh, like a couple weeks ago right after this game came out because they wrote an article where they said, easy mode in Final Fantasy VII is too easy. And the internet went, water is wet, Kotaku. Great, way to write an article, blah, blah, blah. And they made fun of them. And, you know, Kotaku writes some shitty articles from time sure, to time. I, have... I certainly understand the criticisms that go at them. But I do actually kind of get where they're coming from. This game feels like it's missing a mode. Easy is so face rolly easy and ridiculous that I'm not having fun with it. Yeah. But normal is more than I want to put into it. There's, there's a a medium where it's like, I don't want to hit square for 30 minutes to fight this boss. (laughs) But yeah, I would like to be making some tactical decisions and like using spells and, you know, doing the things I have to do. Right. And that that middle ground doesn't exist. It's either face roll or I, I don't want to say difficult because I wasn't having a hard time. It just was boring. Can they me. can they fix that? Do you think? Is that a thing they can uh, roll in with a new uh, a new difficulty a setting? I want a new yeah. game. <laughs> There's just not enough interesting to do. It presents itself as a third person combat yeah. sort of deal with RPG elements, which on board with. But there's nothing interesting to do with the fight. Like there's no, you know, if you get a cleave boss, the little marker will appear on the ground where it's going to cleave in a second. You got to dodge. Like there's none of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's a very little bit of it. And most of it's not easily dodgeable. Because it's an RPG, you're meant to take damage and dish it out. 
Right. So there isn't much to do apart from wham on people and then use your limit break. I mean, do you yeah. feel like you're and just like, butt mashing? Each, or? And each enemy has a secret way to fill their stagger meter more. Kind of like how Doom, um, people, the, the enemies have ways that you can kill them efficiently that you learn as you play the game. Yeah. So in this, that's there, but it's a, there's no consequence if you don't, other than it just takes longer, basically. Interesting. Like in Doom, you die, right? But like right. in this game, if you don't use the secret way to get their stagger meter filled, well, you can just beat them up without filling their stagger meter. It might take you 10 minutes, but the combat's very flashy. So it's fun to be like, oh, yeah. And like John said, they all talk to each other. When you switch to a character, one guy, is it my turn? And the other character goes, yes, it's my turn. And then you switch all over the place, they're just <laughs> chatting like crazy. And or, um, actually, I wanted to follow up on that because last week you did not like that, John, when you were watching his streams. Are you now okay with chatty, chatty Kathy characters? Or is I'm still- not running into it because I don't have to change characters because easy mode's so easy. I just run up and hit square three times as Cloud and it dies. Mm, see, there. yeah, I'm on a new game plus right now in normal mode, so I'm very overpowered for everything, and that's it's like easy mode again like i'm just playing as cloud i don't switch i hit things and they die yeah. there is a hard mode i'm not sure how challenging it is but i'm gonna give it a I'm gonna dip my toe in and see what that's like so but the uh, but the story is sounds like it's that's what's uh waning you over now yeah it's the spectacle right like it's the whole affair the video yeah. game event all right it's gorgeous the audio is amazing like it, it's so funny because like i was watching bo play and i was like yeah it's a good looking game i guess there's something about when it's on your TV right in front of you. Like the stuff he said last week was not, it wasn't necessarily just fanboying. Mm. Like I don't have the same adoration Bo has. And I was sitting there going, my God, this game looks good. Mm. Like this game is just beautiful. And it's just a, you know, uh, honestly, de- the, detailed, the, right? the world they're in is kind of a shit world, but you want to live in it. And then you're like, why do I want to live in this shit world? Like, they talk about how bad it smells sometimes, and I'm like, like I still want to live there because look how pretty it is. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. It's cool. It's, it's graphically got... pretty. It's like, a, it's like a, there's a pile of garbage there, but you look up and you see that you live on the underplate, and mm-hmm. just the whole idea of being underplaters, like, is just so cool. It's a yeah, cool I mean, idea. Going up to the rich, rich neighborhoods and the plate and messing with them. You know, it's it's the reason I like to spend time in the on the belt and the belter stuff in the expanse. It's there's this feeling of we're in this place that's like I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I know what you guys are saying. Do you? Let me ask you both this: Do you feel like you're only pa- playing ten percent of the game the way that everyone keeps saying? Oh, this is only the first ten percent. The whole game's really going to open up when they release further editions of it or whatever. Or, you well, know, sequels. John's got me nervous now. If before he said all that stuff, I would have said, hell yeah, they got to just do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But now if it's, if it's alternate timeline or a time loopy deal or whatever literary device they're using, I guess that's, I'm in for the ride anyways, but they could just say they could truncate the rest into part two and then just have two parts. You know what I mean? Sure, we can right. cut whole characters. There was one major disappointment. There was one major, um, thing that i thought they definitely shouldn't have done and that was not made red 13 playable oh is that a spoiler well i don't sorry. know we talked about spoilers i never raised you might have watched me do it so i don't know which parts yeah, you watch no. but hold on red who's red third tell me who red 13 is character. who who is that i don't know who that is he's the, he's the dog character from final fantasy 7 oh there's a dog okay that can talk and you know he's been experimented on with mako 
He's not like a dog. He's like rocket. A he's like yeah. rocket raccoon. Okay, well the voice actor doing it's great. Like he's everything about him is great. I love playing as Red in the original too. You can't control him in this game. I'm like that's stupid. So you could in the old game. He was a usable. Yeah. All right. <laughs> he of Wombat is like no one played Red Thirteen, and I'm like in this game everyone played a character that another person didn't play. Like I played as Red Thirteen. Yeah, that's like people, including me, who say dumb. Like in, in not that what he said is dumb, but like in World of Warcraft, I always get in trouble for making fun of gnomes all the time because I don't play a gnome. But there are plenty of people who do, and I know that, and it's the same. We one guy can say no one played Red Thirteen, which is a dumb name for a dog. I will say. I feel that. like that's a spoiler. I'd want to know though. Yeah. Um, right. Well, it, like because like when I got to it, my expectation was like I'd be able to play as him, and they couldn't. And I was, and it was early. It's early enough in the game that you like I could play as him. It's not like it's in the last ten seconds. You meet him during the regular course of the game. Is so, he is he a robot dog? Just curious. No, no, he's just uh, he's he can talk. He's not. Sh- I think he's not sure why he can talk, and I think it has to do with the experiments that Hojo is doing in the, you know. All right. I, I don't know. I don't want to spoil John on something, so I'm a little. John, how I know far? He doesn't mind spoilers, but I still want to be respectful. How, how far are you in? Do you think? Uh, I just got to. Um, I just remet Aerith again. So we were on a mission to destroy a reactor, and it went bad. It's a trap, and then I fell off the plate through a church roof and landed in some flowers. Good Don't Lord. step on the flowers. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you fight? Um, did you fight the the shit. What's the Turk's name again? Not rude. The first one. There's a Turk. I haven't fought him yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. All I did was get up, and she's like, "Do you want to look around?" And I was like, uh, "I'm gonna say." Well, the Turks that. are one of the factions in, in Final Fantasy VII. So oh, okay. This is not like a Turkey thing. Soldiers are basically like Jedi. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. They have stupid big weapons, and they're Mako enhanced warriors, but they're also flamboyant. I think someone makes a comment in the story that like you soldiers are all alike, and every soldier you meet is just like an emotional. Oh, the motorcycle and, guy was yeah. Crazy. Yes, that that guy i was Roche. like i was like that guy goes home and f's his motorcycle <laughs> like he that's the only best mullet in video gaming wow i don't <laughs> even know what to say about is... that that sounds amazing well let's say sexiest mullet in video gaming maybe not best one all right definitely the most the most attractive wow I've ever seen. wow he's quite a character scott he's uh, like He's the part where you would cringe and go, this is some anime bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah right. that would be yep. that part for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. His whole purpose for being there, his entire existence, anime bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wow. Comes but in I, I and love does it. some anime bullshit. I mean, I have to admit, I've been a little bit tempted a couple of times. You listening should play. To... I think you get a kick out of it. I think you should. I, I mean, I think I'm, you should I, just do I, it. Back when they showed it at E3 last year. Yeah, last year. I remember being pretty excited thinking, oh, this might be it. This might be when I actually give two poops about Final Fantasy VII. If John likes it. I feel comfortable recommending it to you. All right. Well, I got yeah, PlayStation I think you 4. Get into it and PS4 is just... a blanket. Get on the couch, cuddle up, get your favorite drink, yeah. and maybe snacks, and just plan on playing a big long session. <laughs> maybe snacks. I like that. Um, all right. Well, uh, Final I Fantasy. I wanted to say, oh, it was Reno who's the character's name. No, and I wanted to say the other faction is the Turks. They're the guy. I don't know if you I don't know if you remember the original if you played it too much, but they're the guys in the business suits. Yeah. So like they're like the, they're basically the CIA and Navy SEALs rolled into one and they wear a business suit. Wow. They <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're 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 selling me here. It's a cool game, Scott. I think you'd like it. There's gonna be a lot of stuff that that bothers you 
because uh, it does have some very anime moments, but it's it's worth pushing through for the cool stuff. Barrett is just over the top in a wonderful sort of way. I always so. liked Barrett, even even with my you cursory play. You can't even crying out pain. My- <laughs> I know you can. <laughs> I used to like him in the day because I did play some of this game back in '97 or '8 or whatever. Not a lot of it, but I liked him. So yeah, maybe I'll get in there. Someone in the chat says I'll hate Corneo. Who's Corneo? Uh, well, you'll get to it. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> I I know you'll hate the name, but you're supposed to hate it. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say about the game, Scott, just for you, is that um, it's also this game is designed in mind with Western audiences in mind. Sure. You know, some anime stuff, it's like, it's anime bullshit because they just made it for Japanese viewers. Right. They just happen to be watching it, too. But this stuff is like, it understands on some level it's playing to a world audience and doesn't go too deep into the anime bullshit. Well, it was a huge hit here. I mean, the original, I mean, it was like gigantic here, as big as you get. So, obviously, there was some appeal. And I had to admit it, even at the time, it looks terrible now, but that cinematic they had for the old game, when he's jumping on trains and all that. Um mm-hmm. I remember at the time thinking, oh, what is this world? This looks amazing. And then when I actually played it, what killed it for me was random battles, which is a common JRPG thing, and it's a common Final Fantasy thing, but I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Wait, does this game do that, by the way? Are there random? No. Well, th- not random. That You know where they are. You can see them. Okay. You still have to engage with them, and if there are places where if you decide to run around because you want say a little purple orb that's up on a platform and you have no idea how to get it and then you get lost and you run around for maybe 30 minutes just trying to find the lever to lower a platform if that happens some of the enemies will respawn oh let let me tell you guys and everyone listening about some bullshit in that game oh okay that that it's good to know ahead of time so um certain parts of the game are traversed more than once in the sense that in a later chapter you might come back some backtracking so sure it's not bad it's just takes place in the same part of town or part of the world right it's totally different chapter different context you might be there for a different reason it does happen but when you first encounter those zones you're going to run into doors specifically doors with like sort of like that almost look like there are a lot of japanese symbols on it looks a little clowny a bit i want to say it'll make sense when you see it um these doors don't open because they open later, but nowhere yeah, okay. in the game does it tell you that. So then the game's really big on putting secrets like John described. So you'll be look like it even helps to look around corners instead of just running past because oh, there's a little chest in that corner where they thought a lot of people weren't going to look. So you end up playing the game where you're you're stopping and just looking and checking to see if there's stuff to pick up. And that's cool. But then you get to this part of the game where there's stuff that you can't there's no way for you to figure out because you, you do it later in the game okay and the game does not tell you this and i think i spent an hour on one door yeah and then i finally i finally caved i'm like i've been finding everything and like this door is just locked and i lurked everywhere lurked looked everywhere so i finally looked it up and it's like oh that door unlocks in a later chapter move on and i was so pissed mm. that's the only thing that really ticked me off i don't you know what i mean like i'm just just know where they, they leave a hint. Like some games you intuitively understand. Like you just uh, know where to go. Rogue Legacy. Yeah. Rogue Legacy, I gotta come back later for this thing. I'm clearly not powerful enough. Mm-hmm. But it's not clear in, in this game, and, and that's a real that was a sore point for me. Do you hear that uh 
Sorry, not to just since you mentioned it, the Rogue Legacy two got announced and it looks real cool. Did you see that? Yeah, I'm no, excited for that. I didn't I love see Rogue that. Legacy. I'll have to look. I, it looks, I love Rogue Legacy. I did too. So it's much. amazing. That game that game's really what put me down the roguelike path. Probably for a lot of people, but that in particular for me was just like hugely influential and every roguelike I get now owes something to it. But um I love I loved returning to that. The art style they're using in this thing looks really cool. It's a just looks like a very different kind of look but but one i can get behind very excited uh about that i think we get that this year i think oh, nice. i like that game yeah those guys haven't done anything else as far as i know since the last time so maybe that's all they've been working on all right more final fantasy here in a minute when we get to what we're playing uh what else oh yeah hey did you guys see minecraft beta running in uh, that rtx mode freaking uh ray tracing stuff did you see that by chance Good. I did. Jeez it made Louise. Minecraft look real good. It makes me want to play Minecraft, and that's nearly impossible for me because I don't like Minecraft very much. But holy shit, like <clears throat> what a perfect showcase for that because it's the kind of world slash engine slash, you know, simple geometry that would really showcase it well in terms of, you know, a, a, a good performing version of what ray tracing can do without totally taxing your hardware or making it so you... You know, you bought an expensive card that still can't quite pull it off. Like, it looks amazing. And I'm convinced more than ever that the future of GPU and light stuff is this. And it will just get better and better and more common. And these consoles have a version of this in them that are coming out this year. Like, I'm so, so down for... Yeah. this so down i i really this will get me playing minecraft again which is a game that i tend to play for you know it'll take up a weekend and then i'm like okay i never have to play that again mm-hmm. uh but yeah it's just incredible what happens when you take an art style that everybody knows minecraft everybody knows what it looks like and you apply this realistic lighting model to it that works the way your eyes expect it to work and you're just like, oh my gosh, it's just a, it's just incredible. Yeah. Um, looking, I mean, I even in the article that that we're looking at to see it, they're like, screenshots don't really do it justice. Like you kind of just have to play it and see it yeah. uh, to understand what a big impact it has on it. Yeah, video doesn't even do it justice. You you need to yeah. see it, and that's been true of RTX since the beginning. But the this it's the future, dude. It's just, and then, and there will be a, there'll be a time where a game like Doom Eternal or a game that complex, you know, geometrically complex will have this happening in real time, regardless of how many polygons are pushing. And we're all going to freak out. It's going to be so cool. Well, and the other thing too, is you, you look at it and you go, okay, well, it's the same blockiness as everything else, but all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's so realistic looking. And then you're like, wait a minute. No, it isn't. Yeah. It's not really realistic. And it's amazing what just that little lighting trick does to make you think like, oh, it's it's so real. And it makes me excited for what other people will do with this technology. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you can even see it, you know, the, the same lighting principle. I don't think it's necessarily RTX technology, but the way light reflects and all of that, that was the big technology push forward going from a movie like Toy Story 3 to Toy Story 4. And it was the reason why when I watched Toy Story 4, I was like, why does this movie look so good? Mm-hmm. Like, there's something about this movie that looks way better than anything I've ever seen before. And it's the same characters and all of that. And 
it it was this it was this lighting principle of light bouncing off objects and how we perceive it and it's crazy what it does yeah it's because it's it's what real light it's mathematically light doing what light does in real life and that's why it's so computationally heavy and that's why you know a lot of hardware can't handle it yet and you need special cards for it and everything else but the more that stuff becomes more ubiquitous and less expensive and more mass produced it will become easier and easier to apply this to all sorts of stuff gaming or otherwise and what's happening is your worlds have mathematically correct lighting principles happening and your brain is evolutionarily trained to recognize that and apply some realism to it like you see that and you just go oh this is a this is real and like think about what this does for vr we're nowhere near doing this in vr to this degree because it would be so taxing on whatever hardware you're using but we'll get there and it'll be an amazing time to be alive, and I can't wait. As long as we're all alive, that's the important. That's the important thing. Um, that's all we need. It really is something else. But uh, if you haven't seen those videos, videos, go check them out and spend a little time looking at that. I think I am going. I have an RTX card, so I think I'm going to be playing this. Yeah, I do too. Um, check it out yeah. for sure. Do you guys like Minecraft before the art rate RTX? Not a lot. Kind of like John says, just like here and there, and play it for a few hours. I, oh, whatever, and then leave it. I think the graphical improvements are impressive. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't. Th- I should say this: I don't expect to spend. <laughs> I don't expect to spend weeks in here suddenly, and now I'm back into Minecraft. Not at all. Yeah. But what I expect to do is go in and just have my mind blown for a while, uh, stream yeah, it, check and it show out, people. See what, see what it's all about. Yeah. I think that's good. I think yeah, so it's too. the same reason I played Half-Life 2 with commentary turned on. I'm going right. to do it not because it's super fun, but because like it's interesting. It's a it's a thought experiment of like, wow, look at this. I'm going to take a moment to appreciate this. Or in the case of Half-Life, I'm going to appreciate listening to Gabe Newell tell me about how our eyes adjust to light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and apply this. Uh, the one I, speaking of Diablo likes that I'm kind of excited about, again, I'm, you know, I don't think it's going to be as good as Diablo, but that Minecraft Adventures or Minecraft Dungeons, whatever it's called. Uh, as far as I know, this lighting stuff doesn't work in there, but that would be really cool. And games like that where, you know, a, a wizard is hucking all kinds of really colorful spell shit around and to have that just be reflected on everything. You know, I know there's some tricks to making it seem like that's happening. Even in current Diablo 3, you fire a, you know fireball or like a beam or something over some water on the ground and it will you can get a reflection of that beam and it's cool looking but that's not quite the same this thing this stuff is all about modeling actual light physics and it's the future and i can't wait i can't wait for the future the future is right now wait 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 wait. it's here right now whoa whoa. okay there it is again it just keeps coming. It's just every second that goes by, there's more future, you guys. We can't, we can't oh, handle I it. I forgot about Minecraft Dungeons. That's a Diablo-like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. It looks all right. I saw somebody playing in a beta, and it looked fun. I know it doesn't. Yeah, it does. It looks like fun. <laughs> you don't think that looks like fun? Uh, it's not my place to tell people what they think is cool. But, no, Minecraft is a game that's always looked like poo to me. And it, it just... You're gonna do the same thing. You're gonna like. You're gonna play it, and it's gonna, you know, probably gonna be like, you know what, John was right. No, I probably, yeah, no, I, I have no, I have no illusions about that. But I mean, you know what? Um, maybe I want to leave my foot in the door. I it could be wrong. You never know when a good game's gonna come out. Someone can knock it out of the park. I also like voxel shit. I like when, you know, in Minecraft dungeons, it seems like stuff explodes yeah. in little bits everywhere. That's cool. 
Voxels are good. Yeah, voxels are always good. Not big, fat, blurry ones, but like little cool, <laughs> detailed ones. I like little detailed voxels in my life. Yeah, give me all those voxels. Give me those. Uh, Mario Maker 2 got a huge update yesterday. I downloaded it. I installed it. Uh, this is cool. So, all right. You know how Mario Maker works now. It's like I make a level. I upload it to the thing. People can use my code or just find it or there's popular ones. And then they can play my 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 course that I made, right? Or my yeah. multitude of courses I've made. And they're in different styles of the different Mario games. You can make it look like Mario uh, Super Mario World or you can have it look like Mario Brothers uh, 3 or it can look like the original Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers. Or it can look like the new not 3D two. stuff. Not two. Although, can this you, update... Can you cross, oh, go ahead. Can you cross tile sets? Uh, no, but you can cross functionality of tile sets in some cases. Not all cases, yeah, but okay. in some cases, a thing that only exists in the new 3D stuff, you can have that behavior happening in the old 2D thing if you want. Oh, so there's cool. some of that cool. sort of thing. Um, but for the most part, they, they stay separate. Um, well, I wasn't going to say. Oh, so they that was already a thing. That's what this game is. This update lets you now make worlds and overworlds and multiple levels in those worlds, including mini games. So you can make your overworld oh. map and you can have, I think, 30. No, I'm sorry. Hold on. Is it? It's up to, I think it's up to eight overworlds and 40 courses. Basically, you make your own video. You make your own Mario game entirely if you want. If you want to, now this includes if you're like, let's say you were like me and you got a bunch you made and you're just not in the mood to go make a bunch of new ones. You can actually go just assign everything you've already made to the different spots on the map and decide where they're going to be and how they're going to connect. And you decide how the pathing works and all the decorative stuff and where Mario has to go and he stops here and he can't leave till he beats this and like the whole. And they oh and it's a, and it can be a mix of all the styles. So you can be, you know, your first one's regular Super Mario Brothers level that someone made. And then the next one you go to is, is Super Mario Brothers 3. And they've included a bunch of Super Mario Brothers 2 functionality. They don't have the whole two tile set, but they have the whole pull stuff up out of the ground and chuck it at a dude. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. They just added Well, that. now they need to do it because dang it. I know. Super Mario Brothers 2 is great. It is it great. great music. It's got great enemies. I don't care that it's just... Doki Doki Panic. It is. Uh, with it's Mario just in it. It's just skinned, right? Turns right. out Doki Doki Panic was an awesome game. And Tur- I'll stand behind that one too if I have to. I 100% agree with you. Rock. Yeah, zero, zero qualm with that. They should totally do that. But they did put in a bunch of those things. Some of the villains or the enemies from that are in there now. Uh, they just added a bunch of new functionality and stuff. Anyway, it's very cool and I'm glad they did it. And if you're still playing that, then you're stoked. If you are coming back, you'd be there's a whole new stuff to do. And I've already gone in there and played other people's worlds and levels, and it's neat. The overworld stuff's neat. It's just and you can call it. They have a whole title screen. Super Bo Schwartz World. Or whatever. Yeah, Schwartzio. Super Schwartzio. Yeah. Wait, no, it has to be a brothers thing. It's the three of us. Yeah. Super it, core su- brothers. Super core brothers. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. What would be our unique traits? You know how two added, you know, like the princess can float a little bit. Mm. Luigi jumps higher, but he's got kind of that wah, 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 as he does it. Yeah, you can um, get fruits out of a bush or some food, some food item out of a bush for me. <laughs> Bo can forage for food in, in bushes. <laughs> you find yeah. a burger in a bush. Um, 
I can, uh, what do I do? I don't know. I don't do anything. What do I do? Scream really loudly and scare the monsters away from oh, that's me. That's right. My ability is an extra key that makes me go. Can't upload any sound clips, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I just do that. It's like, oh no, there's a Goomba. Like that. It'll work every time. You can, if something's chasing you, Scott runs faster. Yeah. Like if you guys haven't been watching our RE, RE3 playthrough, you really should be because uh, it's got plenty of that crap going on. Um, anyway, that's the thing, and it's cool. Uh, John, what's your power? Oh, yeah, John, what's your power? I don't know. I don't know what my power would be. Hold I on. I have a good one. Let me think. All right, into soon. I know. I, I know yeah. what it is. No, I know what it is. <laughs> you are really, you You would see a Goomba and say, uh, hey, you really want to, you actually really just want to run off that ledge. And he'd say, no, I don't. He'd say, no, you really do. You want to just, you want to, <laughs> I know you want to do it. Just run off that ledge over there. Like, you'd, you'd have the power of, like, but it wouldn't sound like that. It would just be video game stuff like your persuasion roles would be huge in this game. You'd be persuade enemies to do stupid stuff. Hamburg- just be Stanley. Yeah, like <laughs> this is me. Basically, Stanley. Stanley through the game. Yeah, which okay. is basically you in a lot of ways. You're good at. You are a persuasive person. You can be. So I think that's good. I like it. The power of Todd Howard. Wow, that's what someone in the chat said. What is Man, the power I of like Todd Howard? Ta- I like Todd Howard a lot. I do so too. That's fine. Yeah, he oversold us on seventy six, but hey, whatever. Yeah, he's he sold me a couple things I wasn't super thrilled about, <laughs> but I still like him. So I guess you know, yeah. he's persuasive too. He yeah. got me. He got me good, old Todd. He'll always get you in the end. Uh, okay, more on the Switch front. Animal Crossing sold five million copies in March. That's insane, uh, and I'm not surprised. I still play it every day. I get it. I'm in. Later on, I'll tell you why that game's got me by the clutches as of today once again. Because And it's not even about that update they announced. There's a huge update coming tomorrow. In fact, servers are going down tonight, I think, for maintenance. It's almost like an MMO. Um, but they're adding just a t- crap ton of stuff tomorrow. And today, I unlocked terraforming. And it's the greatest thing ever. Terraforming in, in, in that game is so good. And it took me forever to get it, and I'll explain that in a minute. Anyway, there's all that. Hold on, I have an Animal Crossing question. Go. Needs to be asked. Is the uh, is the Cap'n Frog in there? Uh, yes, but he sh- uh, is he the one? He's the boat guy, right? Nope. Yeah. Okay, he's part of this update that's coming because there's a boat that starts visiting the the island starting tomorrow. Uh, that is something to do with him. He's in there, is my understanding. And right. I've always well, I, I recharge this thing like six it, times a day, and he needs to sing. <laughs> okay, probably. Oh, <laughs> all right. Maybe he sings. I don't know. But, his uh, song was so good. I his songs were great. I would just go to that island just to hear him sing. Uh, chat room saying the patch is up now. Let me just see if this happens. I'm just gonna look. I'm gonna open it and just see if it forces me to do an update. Looks like I'd have to get out and get in, or they're or they're rolling it out slowly, but. This is, it's so good, you guys. I mean, I know this isn't for everyone. I understand that a lot of people are like, well, how can you like this as much as you like it? And I'm telling you, that's those sales right there are everything to know. And by the way, those are physical sales. We don't know the digital yet. Those aren't counted yet. And mine was a digital one. And I'm telling you, there were a lot of digital downloads of this game. So uh, my guess is that thing sold closer to 7 million in a very short amount of time and will continue to be with this one of this year's biggest sellers it's just insane 
And it's so I good. mean, yeah, and digital is going to be how most people got it because we all had uh, quarantine right when that game came out. Right. Some people had pre-ordered and got, you know, day one deliveries still from Amazon or whatever. But uh, you're right. Like uh, a good portion of people. I can tell you that me, my two daughters and my son who all have their own switches and their own copies of the game all did it digitally individually and separately we all digit did it, did it digitally nobody got a hard copy version of it i think that's most people i know got it that way so there's yeah. when those people get counted it's going to be crazy it's an unmitigated giant success and deservedly so it's very good um well, as long as the captain sings i put his song in discord and in the chat everybody enjoy it it's a beautiful song he's he's better than kk slider whoa that's come a, at me that's hardcore <laughs> Captain sings better than KK Slider, and you all know it. Wow. Are you really saying that? Yeah, play the song. Okay. It's better. All right. Here, I'm going to play. Let me play a little bit of one, okay? And you tell me okay. this is better. You tell me that he's better than this. Hold on. Let's see if I can find it. Okay. Here we go. Try this one on. This is KK Slider. Okay, hold on. It's, you got to play an actual one. This is. This is an actual one. This is not an actual one. This is somebody taking him and making him sing modern songs. Check this out. This is really good, Bo. You're going to love this. This is a song we all know and love. Hold on. He's got he's to sing first. Hold on. This isn't really KK it's so good. There's a whole album of these uh, covers. Oh, is that the If You Need Kicks song? Yeah. Like All those uh, kids with the pumped up thing. Yeah, where they chase a kid yeah. with a gun or whatever. It's okay. a weird song. It's like, it's like familiar, but I'm like, couldn't remember. Here's the Africa cover. It's really good. <laughs> But that's not really him. I so know. when I say Cap'n's song is better than K.K. Slider, I mean the songs <laughs> in the game. All right, fair enough. When he gets here on his boat, uh, no, we'll... play play the play the one. I want Chad to hear it. Okay, I, I think they need the comparison. What's his name again? How do you how do you, what is it? I it's it's in Discord oh. and in the chat. Oh. You can just click it. Okay, shit. Okay, hold on. All right, it's there. It. It's ready it. to go. Here it comes. I'm playing so, it. There's a music maker. He's got soul, man. He's it's, got. This is the this is the guy that would pick you up on the boat and take you to your island. ukulele and they're all sea shanties he's talking about the loves of his life yeah it's actually the sea and he's the one from new leaf right mm-hmm. i mean i have to admit I'd, I'd welcome him to my town but is he gonna do this Tell you what our mutual friend Ben thought the lyrics to that song was. No, what? What? Tell Instead me. Instead of "I bless the rains down in Africa," yeah. he thought the lyrics oh, were no. "I guess it rains down in Africa." <laughs> oh, that's not so bad. Like eh, maybe, might. It's I don't right. know. My, I've never been there. My brother thought. <laughs> my brother thought the Pledge of Allegiance was we were doing everything for Richard Stans, and we'd say what? He'd say yeah when it said. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for Richard Stans. Mm-hmm. That's what he thought it was for. Not which it stands, but for Richard Stans. 
That's funny. I like that one. Yeah. It's not bad. <laughs> you know, Richard Stance. Yeah. I Richard think the Stance. weirdest one was me for that uh, that song Pour Some Sugar on Me yeah. by uh, Def Leppard. Uh-huh. I thought there was a lyric in there where he says, Roy Jones, shoot the omelet. And I didn't know what it meant, but I was 100% certain that's what he said. Roy Jones, shoot the omelet? Yeah. I'm talking Roy Jones Sr. Who's that, Bo? Who is that? Well, Roy Jones Jr., I believe, is a boxer. Oh. He was, he was in one of the Matrix movies, actually. <laughs> what? Really? I didn't Roy know. Jones? It, Roy Jones I, Jr.? No, well, none he of this. shot the omelet, that's for sure um okay yeah boxer that's right i I know him because he appeared in one of the matrix sequels but um but those were bad he was a name he was big in the i think the 90s as a boxer i I don't don't really watch boxing oh i am also 100 percent convinced that moana drops an f-bomb in the movie moana okay that i want to see i watched that movie recently i can't unhear it It, every time i hear that an f-bomb well would you know where it is? Is it like cat? Yeah, some... let me. I'll find it. Okay, Here, while you're you doing that, amongst yourself, I'll find when it. I when I was growing up in the '80s, when I was a kid in the '80s, uh, a teen in the '80s, um, everybody loved the Cars. They were great and everything. And they had this song where I was sure they said, "Nobody, don't let nobody pick your bum." And I was sure of it. And I have a clip of it here. So, Bo, you tell me if this sounds like what I think it sounds like. Here you go. Don't let nobody pick your bum. That's what he says. Right? Can you hear it? Try it again. Don't let nobody pick your bum. <laughs> what happened to Bo? He's not here. Oh, no. He's gone. <laughs> I asked Bo this question and he disappeared. He's like, you know what? This story, uh, I don't know what you guys are doing, but I'm done with it. Hold on. Uh, all right. I found the Moana thing. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to put the... I'm gonna put the link in the chat. Okay. Here. Okay. Bo's typing too. Okay. Uh, he. Can he not join us? It's at a minute fifty. Do the setup here. Wait, give me the time stamp again. Minute fifty what? Minute fifty three. Okay. And I'll tell you where I hear it. Okay. She's she gets to a point where she says it's like the tide, and I, I hear always effing rising. Okay. Oh, that's what I hear. You've timestamped it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, here it comes. Wait, volume's up. All right, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, dude. Now it's ruined. I'm never going to hear it again. <laughs> I hear it every time. I don't know what the lyric's supposed to be. Oh, that's, that's all so I funny. hear every single time. That's really funny. I love stuff like that. <laughs> well, isn't there one where... Okay, sorry. While we're waiting for Bo, this is, may as well be what we do. Um, Let's see. Okay, remember Grover? Yeah. From Oh, uh, I have heard this one before. It's, it's, yes. You determine what he says here. Okay, here it goes. Yes, that sounds like an excellent idea. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him, Grover. You tell him, you buddy. You tell him. You let him know. <laughs> that sounds like an excellent idea. I mean, okay. So what he really says is, that's, what does he say? Hold on. That sounds like an excellent idea. I think he says that sounds like an excellent idea, but he says it yeah. so quick that it sounds like he says effing. That sounds like an excellent idea. <laughs> 
Yes. If you listen for that sounds like an excellent idea, you can hear it, but man. I love that so much. And there was a, I heard another one the other day. What, let's do a quick check on Bo. Health check. Chad, Bo. Chad is trying to tell me that the official lyrics are always falling and rising, but I can't hear it. You don't hear all, it. All I hear is a really elongated effing rising. Okay, let me hear this again. Inside me, okay. It's like the tide. <laughs> okay, so Sorry, guys, no, 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 it's Discord. all It's not working on my phone, even like uh... it's being weird. I don't know what happened. No, there. we went down a fun rabbit hole. We listened to Moana swear at everybody. Yeah, yeah. I turned the stream on because I, you know, I was like trying to get connected and see what's going on. And... You didn't want to miss out on the hilarity that ensued because it was it was something, man. I'll tell you that right now. I really like listening to that CCR. Boy, yeah, boy. that's pretty good. For some reason, my camera looks like shit. Okay, now it's okay. Uh, all right. Hey, uh, welcome back. And uh, now, <laughs> I don't know where the hell I was. Uh, oh, and G- NVIDIA GeForce keeps losing people. Warner Brothers and Xbox Game Studios now pulled their games from it. So... GeForce Now, slowly becoming a place you can't play the games you already own because everyone's a dick. So, uh, well done. Uh, but they did also extend our free uh, three-monther thing a whole nother month. So, if you're like me, or I think Bo's on it too, uh, you don't have to pay uh, or they won't start billing us until June now. I joined the free level, so... Oh, uh, oh. No harm, I, no foul. You know, I, I wish there were more games on it because... I did the pay thing because they gave me 90 days, but now they're giving me 90 plus 30. What's that? 120 days? 20 days free. Yeah. That's pretty, it's pretty good. I mean, the problem is, is it is games you already own. So the use cases scenarios where you don't feel like installing it pretty right. much. Right. Or you can't run it, which isn't applicable for me. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really had a reason to use it. I totally That's yeah, the it's a it's a shame though that this isn't taking off and also a little weird too, uh legally speaking, I guess. Because I don't know, it seems weird that they're that companies can say to me, You cannot play games you purchased on this service. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like like who's the I own the game, you know? It, I could theoretically play it if I were to install. So in my job, I do a lot of remoting in to virtual desktops or, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. If I were to install it on my computer, which can run the game, and I went to another computer and I set up the ability to remote into my other PC and I booted the game in there and I was playing via remote connection, that's fine. Nobody, right. Warner Brothers can't come in and go, you can't do that. You can't do that. That's essentially what NVIDIA is doing. Mm-hmm. They're providing a virtual way, a way to install it on a remote different machine and providing a service that you pay for to do this. But companies, for some reason, get to come in and go, nope, they can't do that. I know why. And that I, seems that I, seems weird. I know exactly well, I know exactly why. Are you going to say money? No, well, no. Partly, but it may be not even money, but here's why. They are all working on, I guarantee they're all working on services like this. We already know Microsoft is, so that's not a surprise because xCloud is that. But uh, I, I, well, I've had the theory before and I stand by it that Blizzard is probably whitelisting 
whitelisting, white labeling the technology from Stadia from YouTube as part of their big partnership that they've got going right now. And they're going to eventually, I don't know when, but they'll announce it at some point that Battle.net is a platform that allows you to do exactly what we're doing with it now. And it'll let you stream your games to crappy old notebooks or whatever. They want to be the ones that distribute their games in this way. They don't want some other third party doing it. Not even just for the money. It's for the eyeballs. It's for the, you guys all stay here in our ecosystem. I, yeah. I can even I can go one deeper on this too. Actually, I had a thought that occurred to me. Uh oh, is it? Hold but on, I, does it need this? Gotta play this. Yep, let's do it. Okay, all right, go for it. <laughs> I'm glad I finally had another thought of that. Um, I think maybe the new form of piracy that they have to combat is linked to this technology. So you know, piracy before was torrents, right? Yeah. You know, if you were from that era, that's what that meant. Before that, it was file peer to peer file sharing, right? which I guess torrents are too, but you know what I mean? Napster. Right. The next thing is what if I have an NVIDIA account? Why don't, why do my friends all have to buy the Witcher three or whatever final fantasy seven? Like, like I can load a game on my computer on steam and stream it from my TV. Yeah. As this technology gets better and better. When does a small size application that I can run on my computer to stream movies video tv to all my family's people like instead of giving my password for netflix i'm logged into everything just use the service and share it out Oh, and if there's some way to do virtual machines or who knows what's coming down the pipeline if i can just flick on a switch and send any person in the world a video game to play that they didn't buy i mean there's you know what i mean like right now with geforce i could let anyone play on my account without sharing any passwords i could turn it on for them and walk away well you'd still have to share your password because they have to log in and do it i mean sure okay that's still there but you know i don't care about my geforce it's an nvidia no i totally get it you're 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 basically saying like passing your netflix around netflix account around same idea you're i think you're totally right however that's going to be true of all of them if they're all doing their own thing. You know what I mean? Like everybody. Like, I guess share. maybe it wasn't worked through the NVIDIA force. So the more tinfoil hat thing is they've developed a software application where I don't have to be linked to a business. Yeah. It's just streaming through the internet like a phone. Like we're doing, I mean, we have a screen share on Discord everywhere now. Yeah. We're this close away. If this stuff can be transmitted easily over the internet um, to just, uh, you know, why don't I set up uh, 10 computers and bill some people for time that's cheaper than the competitors uh, that i know don't play final fantasy 7 remake on that service play it off my computers that's not a bad theory because you know there's going to be tech if it's not already here soon where regular old people can set up a really low latency situation right that would allow them to pipe into you and get that's true I mean, in the short term, I don't think it has anything to do with these particular situations because, again, there's these are the, all the companies pulling out are all Bethesda, Activision, Blizzard, freaking all those kind of companies. They're all working on their own thing. I'm 100 percent sure of it because they already have their own clients. Why wouldn't they take advantage of that? That being said, though, I still you're right from a whole just from a whole other perspective, like from a from another step up above all of this. Yeah, I mean, the, the next breakthrough, whatever, right. you know, they we're waiting for a breakthrough, but once that breakthrough hits, why do I need to subscribe to any of these services? Why doesn't uh, Joe Schmo hidden somewhere in the world or whatever site just be like, oh, I can stream this stuff for free to the world. They don't mind. We're pirates. Yeah. And, yeah well, also, <laughs> you know, how do you how do you police somebody accessing, you know, 
remote services on your computer. That's something that's allowed and even encouraged. You know, that's that is a feature that Microsoft has, the ability to remote into a PC. The only thing it's lacking is that it's not optimized for doing something like gaming. Yeah. But yeah. the ability to remote into a workstation from another computer or somewhere else and access it, it it's not some like deep cover secretive thing. It's a feature that is regularly offered. Mm -hmm. And if I wanted to provide that access to somebody, I theoretically could, and they could have access to anything that's on my PC. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. I hadn't thought of that. That's actually pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, making it easier for companies to do this and us to do this makes it easier for bad actors to do it too. And yeah, I agree. I would, I would probably want to be careful about who I'm giving permission to stream my games to. Yeah, I would. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. Are you kidding? We're all in trouble now. Because I logged into it. I mean, you just log in and you boot up Steam mm -hmm. or press play on any of the games. Nothing's really account locked. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, I don't know. They're not checking to make sure it's my Steam account and all that kind of business. Right. So I don't know. It's weird. But as true as all that is, it is still weird to me that they get to say you can't play a game that you own. Yeah, that's a whole I think that's a whole other legal question and it's going to get challenged. Like there's no way that 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 doesn't get challenged, maybe even in court, maybe even in a high court, because at some point the you know, they're going to have to either bury it deep in their EULAs. So you end up signing this and not knowing it, you know, or I thought I thought said uterus. Yeah, in your uterus. They need to bury it deep in your uterus where no one can find it. Um, or they have to change the way that they do their rules because the truth is it is really just a virtual machine. It's a machine that you're running your game on that you own. There's no re I'm, I mean, I'm annoyed as hell that these companies are pulling out of it at the same yeah, time. I, at the same time, I think it's likely they're all going to have a s solution to their own games and they'll probably be free. Blizzard's not going to charge for this when they do it. Uh, it'll just keep people on the blizzard launcher, which is more valuable than trying to bilk them. I mean, some people are going to say, nah, they'll charge. I don't know. I'm, I'm not convinced. I think they, they would make it an, a value add. However, in the meantime, don't tell me where I can't play my games. When you've got your thing ready, fine. Say, oh, here it is now. Here's our thing. And then now we have a choice and I probably will play it through yours rather than some third party because I know I'm going to get direct stuff. But until then, don't tell me where I can play them or can't play them. You dirty, dirty a-holes. All right. I don't know who I'm talking to when I say that, but someone out there. They know who they are. They yeah. feel the pang of guilt. Somebody somewhere does. Quick breakdown of what we've been playing. Animal Crossing New Horizon for me. Terraforming's amazing. I love it. Talked enough about it, so I won't anymore, but I love that game. I also popped into Astroneer just for the heck of it because somebody said they had a creative mode that they added, which uh, just lets you just go screw around, and I thought that would be cool to check out, so I did, and it is cool. Basically, you can set up games with all kinds of rules and toggles turned on or off and just to have whatever fun you want to have. And I like that in a game, a survival game that's, you know, uh, I think if you don't have a creative mode, then you kind of don't have your your game's not finished. So now it's finished. It feels real good. And I like it. So just a little I point. I love Astroneer. I just went too long between updates. And mm -hmm. so I was very used to one version. Yep. And then I got back in and everything was different in a way that I couldn't comprehend. And yeah. They changed a lot. It prevented me from getting into it again because I was like, wait a minute, nothing works the way it used to. It changed a whole lot between update updates. There was like a massive shift on, into what that game's whole flow was. And I'm with you. It like threw me for a loop, so I was away from it for a long time. It's fun to check back in there, though. I really like the look of it and the feel of it. I need to play it more, so I'm going to mess about with that a little bit more. 
Um, and then for the fun of it, this week I ended up buying 10 or 12, somewhere in that range, super cheap and bad Switch games. And I like doing this because they have these sales on like weird indie games on the Switch all the time. And they're like, literally, I bought one yesterday for a penny that's normally 10 bucks. It was a penny because I don't know why. That was the sale. It says 99% off. And there it is, a penny. Did you play it and learn why? Yeah, I played it. And a couple of times I've done this, I've found some gems, like really good, fun little games I'd never heard of. I mean, they're not like, you know, going to blow the world away, but they're fun games for what they are. And they're certainly worth a penny or 33 cents sometimes. These prices are. It's just weird. Um, Most of the time, though, they're shit. Most of the time, they're just garbage. But I'm only spending 12 cents to find out. You know, uh-huh. and there's almost a meta game in that. So I like doing it. I go in what there. Was, what was the worst one? Uh, I have it on here still. Let me tell you. It's called. It's still on there. Um, hold on. Let's see. It is called. Oh, I found a gem of a game on here called Anodyne that I it's like Zelda. It's so good. Uh, all right. Hold on. Here it is. Uh, I found a game called. Solitaire Deluxe Bundle 3 in 1. Oh, good God. <laughs> I don't, don't ask me why I'm doing this. It's I go into the store and I go, oh, five cents, one cent. Well, why wouldn't I buy these? This is dumb. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I can tell you why. If it you was free to play, would you still download it? <laughs> Probably not. I mean, maybe I would. I don't know. I might. I downloaded a, a battle or a. Uh, uh, what do you call it? What are the, what's the auto chess stuff called now? Bat, something battler? Auto battler. Auto battler. I downloaded a freebie Japanese thing uh, that was just horrendous. Just real bad. Uh, there's a million other better versions of those, so I, I deleted it almost immediately. But I like that that experimentation. And sometimes I find weird stuff in there that's like actually good. And uh, a good example of this is some months ago I found Goner, which is a weird roguelike with a strange art style. I can't even explain it. Um, and I love that. It's a very cool game. I liked it so much that I played a ton of it there. And when it went on sale on Steam, I got it again because I liked it that much. So sometimes I find like a weird little gem in the otherwise trash. Um, but I don't even know how they're doing it. We need people like you who do that. (laughs) I know. I feel like I, I feel like I need to do it. Yeah. You sound crazy. <laughs> I, I mean, I think one day we'll probably be compared to uh, our, like, which video game store are you? Like, Scott, your Steam. Everything's allowed in. Yeah. Open the gates. <laughs> Let it all wash over, over you. Yeah. All content. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably more like the Epic Game Store, where, uh, whether this is true or not, because I've seen the games in the Epic Game Store, but where the message is, you know, it's a curated experience. Sure. I like sure. to really keep an eye on what comes in here. Yeah. I want to be very selective about it. I'm yeah. not going to just willy-nilly invite things in. Yeah. It's got to be of a quality. You're not going to spend, you're not going to, but see, the thing is, again, it's the only reason is because it catches my eye because I go, 33 cents. What is that? Like, how is that even a thing? How is it possible it's even in here? Like, I have to check stuff like that out. I don't know why, but to me, it's like no loss to find out. So I do. I don't know. See, that's a weird thing with psychology of the games and how it works on differently for different people. Yeah. Because I've like I'm in the practice of not considering only price, but putting imaginary number of time next to it. Yeah. And I find usually when I'm making that you know analysis for myself, 
the cost is less of an issue and it's like do i want to spend 10 hours of my life on this game that the developer couldn't really put that much effort into you know what i mean so i always put like is, is it really worth my time well and that's a good point and i'll tell you this 99 percent of the time i spend as much time in there as it's worth so if i find something for a quarter and that happens it's like normally a 15 dollar game and maybe even a well-reviewed one but i'll it'll be down on some flash sale for two days for a for a quarter and so I'll do that. And to me, that's like being in an arcade and putting a quarter in a game. I don't know what it is. It's like, what is this arcade machine? Is it okay. any fun? That's a good, I like that explanation. And so I'll do that. And then oftentimes it's like one, two stages or whatever, you know, it's maybe 10 minutes of my life. And I'm like, no, nah, it's not really for me. Get out and delete it. That's a quarter that's just gone. And now it's on a list of games I own <laughs> that I could read. That makes a lot of sense. I've wasted yeah. a lot of quarters in my life when you put it that way. And I'm like, no, oh. yeah. I've done that too then. Now, <laughs> if know, I was a, if I was somebody who came into Steam or here or any other ecosystem every day and went, "Oh, I'm downloading every 1999 thing that you know that comes in today." Well, that's a pro- that's a problem. Well, you'd own 100 <laughs> games of put the uh, anime girl puzzle together. <laughs> <laughs> Everything on Steam that's 99 cents is anime girls that you you put the puzzle pieces together. Uh, makes an anime yeah. girl. Yeah, a naked one sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, they're not yeah. even no, really no. trying. You got to go to a third, you got to go to a third party anymore. site to get the the illegal images, like the mod for it. Oh, I thought some of it was just straight up X-rated on there, isn't no, it? No, so uh, I don't think they can actually sell like overtly sexual content. Oh no, on they Steam, they but can, you, sir. Like oh. there is sexual content, but I mean if you want the gritty stuff, you have to go cuz they were talking about this with Love Esquire that if you want additional um images that are of a more adult nature, you have to install usually an official mod from the developer that they can't have in the game or um, it's on the work, Steam Workshop. And I part think of the, that changed because I literally pulled up Steam the other day and every now and then I'll see an adult game and it's just got such a weird title or something like that. I'll click it and I'll go, what is this? What are they doing? Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was just hardcore porn, anime porn right in my eyes the second I clicked it. Like, it wasn't even pretending to be anything else. It was just like, nope, here's everything going into everything and everything that goes along with it well, right here. Wasn't there On a, the preview images for the game, no less. Yeah, wasn't wasn't there a... Um, there was a... What's the word I'm looking for? There was a... Well, there was a controversy a while back where Steam made a decision to say, we're just letting it all in. Yeah. We'll do whatever. And I'm pretty sure there's like VR games in there that are just like... You want to see a wiener two inches from your face? Here you go. Wee! Like, it's pretty hardcore. <laughs> Congratulations. You did it. Yeah, like, isn't, that, isn't that what VR chat is? Well, because there's a whole section on... Let's see. Steam. I'm looking at Steam right now. Oh, yeah. So there's a whole section. NSFW. Uh, acting lessons. Boy, that'll go well, I'll bet. Um, yeah, how about, that reminds me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, I think that just goes with the VR territory, though, because I was watching Crofton play Half Life Alex yeah. over shared screen on Discord. Yeah. And every time he found an object, he would put it in his crotch area and mime humping it. <laughs> at one point, he killed a guy and then he was humping the guy. And I'd be like, come on, dude. And then he, he'd enjoy that because, he, you know, I was saying it's gross. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a thing in VR chat that I think. Our primal nature just has to explore. I'm going to send <laughs> you, you first get in. 
<laughs> look what I can do in this game. <laughs> I found this. I found this college party game called Being an. Oh, that's. I don't know what that is. A I K K must be like a Greek symbol for like being in the the frat or whatever. And oh, okay, yeah. See, this is this is hard. This is what John's talking about. And this isn't Anyways, anime girls. Ninety five like, cents will get you a long way if that's what you're in the market for. <laughs> well, this one's overwhelmingly positively viewed and has uh, it's it's thirteen ninety nine. But well, of course, holy it is. Moses. Well, that is because the ninety nine cents are gateway drugs. You're like, man, these suck, and then you start going for the bigger pops. So. That's true. I guess so. But in this case, in the case of my Switch games, they're all dumb games. Like some of them are bad, like mobile games converted to the Switch that shouldn't be there. Or, you know, they didn't sell yeah. well there or whatever. So I know what I'm getting into when I get in there. But once in a while, a yeah. little gem will show up and it'll be like, hey. Well, your rationale made sense. Like when you, because I'm sure if arcades were a thing in this day and age, they'd be like a loot. Like, well, you guys don't have loonies, but they'd be like a dollar, two dollars a pop now. Are loonies the ones with the, uh, they're the dollars. They're gold, and they or whatever metal they are, but they look yellow, bronzy. And they have there. like a hole in it, right? Nope, that's the toonie. The toonie has a hole in it, though, right? Yeah. Something. You know, a... I'm. Okay. I get the loony. The toonie is pretty stupid. I gotta say, just calling it that. Okay. Yeah. I get the loony. Look, guys, I understand. All right. I've... The loony has a loon on it as a nickname. Okay. There's a game called Double Homework on switch oh my gosh i gotta get out of this all right so confirmed things get pretty porny on steam all right i moving found on. it i found one it's yeah. literally this was on their front page the other day what's it called but uh it's called manner of mystic courtesans <laughs> mystic <laughs> Hold on. Do not what? show this on stream, Scott. You will get in trouble. And this you is on. Show this. People have to do their own research. Go like four images over. Okay, and this is on Steam. Manor. Whoa. Um, okay. What's it called? <laughs> Manor of Misty Mountain. <laughs> Manor of Mystic Cortisons. <laughs> Wait, the Steam. Yeah, that's not. That's uh, and that's just the. That's an. That's a cartoony one, right? Like an anime. Oh, wow. It's actually, it's been excluded from my search results because of my preferences. Oh, see, that's why you never see this stuff. You oh, go, so Bo's excluding porn. Yeah. No, it's good. You know, look, Bo. Well, got, oh, my it. gosh, that fourth image. Okay, the one John's talking about. <laughs> oh, wow. That's Jeez. gnarly. Okay, don't go look it's that up. Even, it's not even good anime. It's like crappy anime. <laughs> and that was on the front page i was just scrolling through what was new and i clicked that one and went oh gosh oh look at this. damn image 10 or 11 we've gone to new depths here. yeah it's uh yeah. i don't know why they're bothering blurring any of this i don't even think they're shaped like that <laughs> <laughs> they're also blurring nothing like it's, no they've 16 bitted parts but they they're still and this is not yeah it's bad all right. All right. I well, gotta see the video now. Yeah. The vi- oh my gosh. The video. Let's. No, the video's not animated. Thank goodness. Oh, like don't. Don't. I think this is gonna go bad. It's got really good reviews. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Very positive. All fifty-three of them. <laughs> uh, here we go. I had a wonderful time. Here's what, here, what was promised. Here's what the chat. Or here's what Dat Wombat says on Steam in his review, where he gave it a thumbs up. He's got one point two uh-huh. hours of on on record. Posted this on the eighteenth of this month. He says, "Here's my at a glance review." Adult content, yes. Oh, you think? Features intercourse, it says. 
Then he says, censorship. Yes, mostly mosaic genitalia. Okay. Then he says, hours of gameplay. Two or three hours. Modding support. No. Patch available. No. And not necessary. All right. So, yes, the patching I was talking to you about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. There's some funny ones in here. Yeah, if you look at anyway. the game, other games Eroge Japan has made. Yeah. They're all that. How about Rabbit Burn? That's a Rabbit name. Burn. Yeah, or Rabbit Burn. No, Rabbit Burn. That's the name of a game. I think, I think you get Vaseline when you get a yeah. Rabbit Burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rabbit Burn. Seed of the Dead. Yeah, Seed of the Dead. That's what you want. Let's see, Rabbit Ga- Burn. Gamble Fight Plus. What is happening with Rabbit Burn? You need to see these screenshots. What the uh, frick? Rabbit Burn's one I've seen a while ago. Oh no, maybe it isn't. Hang on. What is happening? Oh no, I haven't seen. I want to see Rabbit Burn. There's. <laughs> what is going on in these screenshots? Oh my gosh! All right, I don't know what's happening in Rabbit Burn, but I'm kind of. Rabbit Burn is a decision that was made. <laughs> yeah. My. Oh, this is this is multiplayer. <laughs> yeah. No, it looks like it's a. Is it online multiplayer? Yeah, and they're all slapping no, each other with money or no, something. Yeah. It's single player only. That's too bad. It looks like it could be multiplayer. Rabbit. I thought I'd recommend it for your stream or anything. No, we're not showing no, this to anybody. No, this is a Twitch ban waiting yeah. to happen. Nobody, I don't think even Twitch lets you stream crap like this, do they? Oh. Uh, no. Is no. is there um is there an adult Twitch? I guess that's Pornhub, right? We can I, stream it there. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. All right. Well, that's the games I played. I don't well, know how we got uh, there. There you go. John, <laughs> John, I see. I see that you gave Ancient Enemy a try. Tell me I wasn't wrong. That game's great, isn't it? That game is really addictive. Yeah. Uh, that game is the gameplay to it is just amazing. Yeah. I I will be honest. I lost interest in the story almost instantaneously. Yeah. Not meant to um, like that story. It's dumb. Story's dumb. I I got two sections in of the story and was like well i'm not into this at all yeah uh but it turns out the gameplay behind the story is really really good i like the look of it it took me a little while to figure out it doesn't have the greatest tutorial in the whole wide world but once you get it and you're like okay i understand what's happening here i understand the the turn Uh, like the thing that i kept being thrown off by is it seemed to want you to combo your cards as much as possible but then i wasn't sure like okay well now i can attack or i can defend or i can do magic but i don't know which one i should do it took me a while to figure out okay when i do it it gives them a chance to act in response so i have to make sure okay i'm defending this turn because they're attacking on their turn and i'm going to use magic here because that'll be most impactful there mm-hmm. and so once that clicked for me i was just like oh my gosh i'm really hooked yeah the, that, that's so. actually where the real i think the longevity of the game comes for me is that is that interplay between the other character because they're not playing you know unlike something like uh puzzle quest they're not playing match three with you yeah they're this card thing you're doing it's like your spells are being generated by these cards and they only get to do anything when you're out of options or you've acted and now they can act. And it doesn't tell you that exactly right up front. But once you get that, there's all sorts of strategy that kicks in. You're like, okay, so I'm saving that cool. mana boost thing for later. And I'm going to make yeah. sure to equip this attack before I fight that guy. Because his weakness is cold and I've got a really great spell for cold. So we're going to swap those cards out. It's cool. 
it's a cool and it game. doesn't it doesn't help that there's kind of two modes to it because that kind of throws you a little bit too because sometimes you're fighting but sometimes you're just looting you're just playing the game right. for right. no uh, no reason whatsoever well there's reasons like, like you're unlocking cards and getting loot out of chests and uh, yeah 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 but, but it, it's not the fight mechanic. Right, it's right. just like, no, just play and, and get through the cards as quickly as possible. And so right. I, I think that kind of hampers it a little bit because you're like, okay, I think I understand how this fighting works, but then maybe you'll do two stages in a row that's the different game. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, oh, okay. And I mean, it all is the same game, but it's different objectives. You play them differently. Right, and it's roguelike in that that stuff's never the same or it's, you know, slay the spire-ish in that way because you're, you know, whatever path you're on is different every time you play it. But I kind of like those in-betweens, especially after a couple of hard fights, because yeah. I can uncover health stuff. I can uncover, um, you know, ability cards that I can now use for my for my next run through there that are really going to help me with a certain kind of enemy or whatever. I just really like it. It's just a fun, it's a fun mechanic. It's just cool. That game yeah, is cool. It's, it's really, really good. I, I think there's a lot of cool things they could do with this too like i'd actually be really interested to see you know if this game does well and takes off what they might do with a sequel Mm -hmm. um because i i think there's a lot of really cool elements at play here yeah and if they if somebody really wanted to if they wanted to get like a really great writer and storyteller involved somehow (laughs) yeah it'd be good because the story is is the, the weakest thing and it's not important either you can click right past it immediately i think they know that like you're not investing, you don't need to invest a lot in it. You're just trying to make the numbers go up, right? So it's not that big a deal. But the look of it is cool. The way the cards feel is cool. I like the colors. Uh, there's something about it. I just think that game's rad. And I hope it comes to mobile because that's a game I would play a lot on my phone. Yeah, that's the other thing is uh, it definitely, I feel like, would be stronger there. As much as I always rally against mobile games, uh, there was a feeling of, as I was sitting at my PC playing it, of mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, I'm having a great time. I'm really enjoying this, but this isn't the setting that I want to play this game in. Right. You know, like, this is a game that we're all on the couch and I'm maybe not 100% invested in what's going on in the living room, so I'm playing this at the same time yeah. kind of game. Yeah. Not a, I'm sitting at my computer fully engaged, totally. just playing this. Totally. It's like playing tic-tac-toe on your PlayStation. There's no point in doing yeah. that uh but yeah ancient enemy still very cool people out there should check it out if you haven't still 12 or 13 bucks on on steam so do check it out um bo anything else to say about final fantasy for some reason under your list it says anus why does it say anus in your list well i thought you wrote that there i was gonna bring that up i, I did not write, write anus john did you write anus no i didn't write anus <laughs> why does it say anus somebody wrote anus <laughs> you wrote it scott i watched you write it i didn't write anus <laughs> Yes, you did. No, I swear I didn't write. The word anus, I did not write on here. I saw your orange box in there writing anus. Look at John ratting you out. No, I'm not. I'm being totally honest. I don't remember. If I wrote anus, I didn't mean to write anus. Maybe I typed anus somewhere else or US (laughs) somewhere else. Did you start writing something and then I typed? The only thing I wrote was FF77 Remake because literally the only game I've played this last episode is FF7 remake and the first 30 seconds of Final Fantasy 7. Where the, the A came from then? It. Or the anus come from? I didn't write anus. There was just an A in there for a while and then an NUS appeared shortly thereafter. Well, what's the NUS from? Hold on. I don't know. I didn't write it. I watched it get written. <laughs> Hold on. 
NUS. I'm looking for other cases. There is no other case of NUS. <laughs> did, did you get it? Did it get auto auto completed? Uh, <laughs> like when I typed A and then it auto completed the NUS. Right uh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm trying it right now. It's not doing it. Hold on. A. No, mine says Animal Crossing. I don't know. I want to believe that someone <laughs> has somehow hacked Google Docs. <laughs> they have no malicious intent. Their only goal was to get into this show document and just write the word anus somewhere. That'd be I mean, something like John. I didn't write that, did I? I don't. Well, I mean, it's under your thing. It's the I'm only pretty sure I, I wrote you. one thing. What'd you and write was, A for? You said you typed A. I contributed one article, which was the um I don't remember now. Oh, five sells five million of Animal Crossing. And then I put FF7 remake, and that's literally all I added to the sheet this week. Yeah, but the, uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I mean it is my anus, so I don't know. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll take accountability for your anus. That's good. I guess I have to take responsibility even if I don't Did anybody put write my, anything put my in anus Slack? There. No. That would have been Anus related? No, no. Hold on. I see. Did you mute us? That could have been. Did I mean, you... in all seriousness, were you trying to troll me? Because no. when I saw it there, that's what I. I thought one of you was trying to do that. To no, going to play along. This is the kind of thing and that you were like. Why does it say anus? And I'm like, you're blowing your own gag. You're supposed to wait for me to read it. And be this, like, what no, this is what uh, Dunaway does to me. He'll go when I do the boop notes. He'll oh. go in and add things like, um, a quick look at. Uh, like I'll I'll have written the words a quick look at, and he'll put my tiny penis next to it. He'll write it in there. <laughs> I love I like it the other way. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> but this seems like something he'd do. He doesn't have access to this sheet. I don't think. Yeah. Um, I mean, Fantasy it's something I would do. I don't do it that often, but every now and then I'll goof around here. But I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't write anus. Well, you don't play anus. You play Final Fantasy. I mean, Fantasy I would remake. write anus. It's auto completed. So I've done. I know I've done searches for horror, horrific things before. <laughs> But I don't think I would write anus what? in the show notes. Well, when I type A N, I get anus. <laughs> yeah, same. same. <laughs> well, when I write A, I get anus. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, Scott, it was you. I don't know what you were trying to write, but it was John you. John seems to think he saw your cursor, which oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah. But how did I? How did the word anus get there? Because I didn't type the word anus. It got, anywhere. It got auto completed, and this is a huge document so maybe there's a cell with it somewhere and that's possible because i might have pulled to try to pull it done away at some point (laughs) somewhere in the dock i don't know i have no idea all right anything else you wanted to say about final fantasy sorry i didn't or your or your anus um (laughs) yes okay Uh, not about my anus but about final fantasy 7 remake good um Makes me happy. Actually, I don't really have anything to say. Really, nothing new. Nothing new. <laughs> I mean, I wow. do. I could just, I could just gush about it, but that's, you know, what I mean. Like, I don't know how much. I mean, nothing know, more than we've already said. You, you feel like we've said all you can really say about it. Is what you're yeah, saying. I mean, I'm playing on new. I'm playing new game plus, and I'm just sort of enjoying the ride a lot quicker this time. And then I plan on playing hard, and then I think I might play the original. John and I are basically almost identical twins this week, and in our oh. activities. So. Um, there isn't much more to say. I think. I think that's great, though. Um, I'm. You guys have me convinced that I need to probably get it. I don't know when. Oh, I have one gripe, but it's not PlayStation's. It's. It's not Final Fantasy VII <laughs> remake. It's the freaking streaming platform on PlayStation. Oh. The hell's oh, up, Sony? Th- yeah. The last this, chapter yeah. of Final Fantasy VII remake 
is prevent is blocked from streaming why? on the on the box why apparently the developer of the games can decide what can and cannot be streamed which makes sense i can't go to their video catalog and start streaming the video there yeah you know as soon as you go to the menu it only streams <coughs> gameplay i get it but they've turned off the last chapter of the game and i'm like that's oh, you weird. You guys know OBS is probably what most people who are streaming properly are using. They're not using your internal PlayStation crap. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, it's out there. <laughs> why? Yeah, why? <laughs> this is actually a really common thing from Japanese developers. Seems to be, not to just completely generalize, but I know uh, the most recent Persona game was like this. Anytime there was a cutscene or anything that was going to be story-related, it would prevent streaming. And it's something that is a trend you see a little bit more often from Japanese studios where they have decided, for whatever reason, we don't want this content to be out there and shared. That has actually been historically very true of Japan, is that they're a little more worried about things getting spoiled and ruined. You know, if you listen to people who've been in games journalism and stuff like that, they'll talk about how slow they have been to kind of like adopt internet related media for covering games and stuff like that. Yeah. And this seems to be another one like, you know, here and in a lot of places, we've really embraced streaming as a positive for games. The thing we get weird about is music. Uh, you know, like heaven forbid that song plays on a stream, you know, yeah. don't walk past a radio and fallout or your stream's going to get silenced. Yeah. Um, and you're going to get copyright, uh, copyright protected on your video. But right. um, yeah, they're really, really weird about big story beats being out there for whatever reason. I think it's dumb, but it is dumb. That must be it. That's probably it. And because they have some exclusivity with Sony on this thing until the PC version, they probably have some. Part of that negotiation was, hey, at least internally. But Bo's right. Like people using like Del Elgato capture devices are just streaming this. I mean, they have streaming video game services in Japan, right? Like, well, they yeah. use OBS I, there, I, and they must use all that stuff oh, for sure. Close to it. And yeah. I don't want to say it's only them or exclusively them or all of them, but that has been the trend that I have seen. I have. Almost every American-made game that I've streamed on PlayStation, I've had no issues. Yeah, basically, with. like what I'm picturing are just old, you know old dinosaurs that need to retire because their ideas of what things should be are you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's no. like a culture shift where people in the business in the boardrooms are like, we can't let people scream; they're criminals. <laughs> you know, those guys have to be gone. <laughs> You'd think they'd be gone by now. Uh -huh. Well, I'm trying now. I have a visual of that guy because of the way you did his voice. You, you know how they talk in Japan. Hey guys, streaming's just criminality disguised as television. He was like that zombie John that was hiding and didn't tell us he was a zombie. Yeah, was that voice. The clever zombie. The clever zombie. Um. Anyway, more about him in a minute. All right, well, if you, uh, because we don't have too much more to say about that. That's a good question. We'll let someone say it in an email. Evan wrote in and said, uh, hey, SBJ, since FF7 or Final Fantasy Remake is pretty much uh, only Midgar, uh, which, uh, sorry, in turn is only like 10% of the game. Do you think they're going to release 10 more versions? Or what about just one more that is the entire open world and trickle down the DLC? Love the show, Evan. 
that's an interesting I, point because if this is only ten percent, what is the next percentage chunk they're going to release? Like, I mean, I'd I'd love for that to be the case that they release the world and then release the games as new content. Yeah, I don't know. I have my doubts. I think that I think they're they're treating this like you know their standalone Final Fantasy games, just remake version. I'm not. I'm hopeful, but I I would be expecting nothing too innovative on what they've done here, which is pretty much like I'm expecting the open world aspects to be pretty linear too. Yeah, and and in upcoming um, installments of the series because the game is very cinematically focused, and I think the more you drill down and making awesome cinematic moments and having moments that make sense the less variety that you can put overall in the game, I think. Mm. And, and um, I mean, that's just, that's just my hunch, sure. you know, based on uh, like the open, there's no, this is a very linear game. Um, and I recognize that Midgar was pretty linear in the original. So there's room for hope, but once we s- start seeing the first trailers and news for it, we'll know by then whether we're in for another, linear style game which would be my guess we get what we get the exact same thing we got with improvements before they're on track to sell a ton of these so um hopefully things are you know we get on it quick because that'd be great yeah i think if you if you remember back to when they talked about making this game and their ideas for it uh there was a period of time where they said they were going to be and i mean i guess this has held up true but they compared its release to like a telltale game where it was going to be chapters and it was going to be in segments yeah. and i think that leans into what bo just said about a little bit more of a linear focus story um and i think that's going to probably be the way they go i i would be very surprised if the remainder of the games uh adhere super closely to what came before in a in a literal sense Mm. um and i i think they're going to kind of do more of an interpretation i mean to give you an idea here's here's a good example after i played all day on saturday uh of remake i booted up the original and in 12 minutes I was almost up to storyline wise where I had been after playing all day of the remake. Oh my gosh. Like they have fleshed it out and changed it in a real dramatic, big sort of way. And I, I think that that's going to be what we probably see more of. Probably consistent with what the rest will be, whether it'll be 10 games of 10% each. That seems a little, I don't think exact. Yeah. Yeah. This stuff gets spread out in different ways uh anyway the, it's clear there'll be more though because they better not they better not cut out the characters like any of the characters though i i want all the characters and i want i don't want skipped part the thing that john the theory that john said makes me nervous because it's easily an excuse for things they don't get to yeah. and i don't like the idea of that let me ask you this Bo: which would you rather have them not skip characters or have them do every character possible, but you have to have a giant wart on your bottom lip for the rest of your life, like a huge, just big old. I'll fat. take I'll take door B. For sure. I mean, it's it's <laughs> funny because what Bo is describing, and I haven't beaten it, so Bo might go, John, you're misunderstanding everything, and it's you know it, it is what it is, but uh, like the interpretation that one of the antagonistic elements of this game is 
these entities that want the game to be the story to be exactly what it was before like that's part of what i love about the stories because it's essentially taking people who are like no this needs to be exactly what it was before and has made them the enemy of the game yeah i guess what i can say to that without being too spoilery is that I wasn't thinking about any of this that you mentioned playing through, so I didn't notice. Mm. Um, this seems good, and so so it did, that that thought didn't that theory or thought didn't even occur to me. I just thought it was extra detail in the story, and it feels like you defeat or overcome that power by the end of the game. Mm-hmm. So it's possible it's only a feature in the first installment, or it's also possible that more bullshit will happen. And that you know, it, as I think about it, I maybe I need to play through it again because I'm not quite sure what I defeated in some of some of the encounters, whether they connect or not. So I'm not. I'm feeling a little bit like I'm not sure if that's going to continue on after this one or not. I probably will. I don't know. You yeah. defeat some really big dudes at the end, you know. So, yeah, eh. everyone likes. To I think the idea, at least again, from I'm I'm talking about other people's descriptions that I heard and was right, like, that sounds right. neat. Um, yeah. Is that you're essentially fighting against fate and mm. predestiny and inevitability, and by killing it, you have now created a world of possibility where things do not have to happen as they had happened originally. Like the entities trying to force events, as it were, ha- are no longer an element. Yeah, you're you're right about story. that. I mean, definitely that makes total sense. I I don't. I just kind of want them to remake the game. <laughs> 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 I, I, I get that you that you like it, and I'll probably like it too. Honestly, it pro- probably won't be that bad. It's definitely still worth it. it. Doesn't make what I played any less fun, or or my feelings doesn't change my feelings, but. It's just I wasn't even thinking about that. The parts that are different or new, I felt like I wasn't noticing. It felt like they were natural and just meant to be there. I I don't know that I want this game to be a a time cop plot or something like that. You know what I mean? Right. Or, you know, got to yeah. be careful of that. But, but you know, yeah. it's Japanese, uh, and it, that stuff tends to be on the periphery and symbolic without being the main event. Yeah. You know, like how it'll linger longer on a shot of that wilting flower because yeah. it's a symbol symbolic representation of what's happening yeah it's anime bullshit right there yeah anime bullshit so yeah. at the end of the day it also could just be like yeah john's right but you can kind of ignore it and it's fine you know what i mean so Dak? like it's just ghosty Sorry. bad guys I, kill them you know I, what i mean i laugh yeah. at that just because i feel like that's a description just of how to deal with me in general yes john's right but you can just ignore him and it'll be okay no, 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 no. That's not what I said at all. <laughs> I not ignore him. I'm saying you could ignore that aspect of the story. Right. Like I, it didn't. It, I never. That thought never entered my mind through the whole playthrough. Like I, you know, definitely there's the um, the life force, and maybe either it's that or some corrupted version of that that's having magic problems and affecting the world. But I didn't think it was a literary as a literary device to 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 mm. remix. Yeah. Uh, the old story or even be a sequel like you said that's kind of crazy is that groundhog day we were doing groundhog day you know like that kind of thing it's, so yeah it's sort of like it you know well that's why i asked earlier if it was if it felt to you guys like a a reimagining not just a remake you know? it's definitely a reimagining but like they hit like the fan service in that game is 
thick and well done. Mm. All right. So it can also, it, at times it can feel like a full-on remake. And I guess if I think about it the way John said that others have described it, I can also think about it as the things he described. They both fit. Um, so I don't know. So that, that, it is interesting to think about, John. You're, you're right about that. Well, yeah. uh, by the way, we have a listener who hasn't been, who hasn't heard us since we talked only about Heroes of the Storm and they're now stopping back in and they haven't heard us since they stopped playing Heroes themselves. Good news! Welcome back, Matt. Sorry. Matt Hag Music. We're back. We're here for you, talking about everything. So come hang out with us and be a part of the show again there, buddy. Uh, Okay. Come this Tuesday. (laughs) Myself and John will continue our fourth day, uh, about two-hour session, fourth two-hour session of playing Resident Evil Remake, uh, or 3 Remake, which... Uh, speaking of remakes is a whole other thing and john's been helping me i've been playing it there's been a lot of this and among other screams and sounds so if you want to hear a real big good freak out that's the place to go all that stuff is up on the vods as well so you can watch it if you've been missing it but this coming tuesday night at 6 p.m mountain time we will likely finish the game yeah Uh, you're almost there we're almost there so come be part of that uh uh it's been a lot of fun and it's been fun having people there so do come check that out oh you got scared from a teddy bear i got really scared from a teddy bear you're not wrong about that uh that is gonna do it for today's show everybody big thanks for being here we're gonna go now and play some games with each other which we like doing so that's what we're gonna do don't you forget that if you like this show and you want to support what we're doing here go to patreon.com slash core show and show your support and your love over there get some cool rewards while you're at it including bonus content every episode that only you get right there in the Patreon. Patreon.com slash core show. We are at frogpants.com slash core. Find us on Twitter, John underscore Jagger, Scott Johnson, Bo Schwartz, and the show is over at Core Pod. That will do it for us, for me, for John, for Bo. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Yeah. Captain, we're under attack! <laughs> <laughs>